God is able. He is mighty. He is faithful. And He never sleeps. Hello everyone, my name is Matthew Samuel Zion. God bless you out there wherever you are. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the podcast that I do weekly. You're welcome to this week's podcast. The podcast that I do is sometimes on Bible verses and sometimes on Christian related topics. And this week we'll be having a very interesting topic as usual. And the topic for this week is, where is the throne of grace? Where is the throne of grace? The scripture that I would like to use is Hebrews 4, 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. I know some of us might have been familiar with the term, the throne of grace. Now, that verse says, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. I read again in King James Version. Say, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in this time of need. Now, uh, first of all, I would like to just explain the difference between mercy and grace. Mercy, as um, we often know, is withholding the needed punishment the deserved punishment that ones that one deserves withholding that the, the punishment one deserves um, for example someone who murders deserve to be killed in nigerian according to nigerian constitution and um, when when whenever you commit any crime there is an appropriate measure of punishment that is um, allocated to that particular crime that you've committed that you deserve Maybe someone have done something wrong and there is a particular punishment. For example, those in school, you know, okay, you're you're late to school, you're late to class and this is the punishment that you deserve. The teacher or the person in charge might want to give you that punishment. But mercy is now when the person looks at you with the eyes of love and pity and decided to not give you the punishment that you deserve. That's mercy. That is different from grace. That is different from grace. Grace is bestowing undeserved blessing grace is bestowing undeserved blessing um someone gave a very wonderful definition of grace g-r-u-a-c-e g-r-u-a-c-e as we all know that's the spelling of grace he said the full meaning of that is god's riches at christ's expense god's riches at christ's expense in other words for Christ's sake, you were given all these riches. For because of what Christ has done, because of what Christ has done, and because of who He is to us, you are given all of these riches that God Himself has. So not because of what you, you have done. So grace is bestowing a blessing, while mercy is with, withholding the punishment that you deserve. Who will not want such a very, very wonderful gift of mercy? Who will not want such a very wonderful gift of grace? Just imagine we that have all sinned and we deserve hell. We, de- all, we all deserve to go to hell, but now God's mercy has withhold that punishment, has withhold that consequence, has withhold that, um, uh, what, what, what do I call it now, the hell that we deserve. Now we're no more going to hell. That's God's mercy. God had mercy on us that we're no more going to hell. Now God now bestows grace on us that we are now going into heaven. Someone is owing you 
um, a millionaire, for example, the person deserves to pay. The person, deserve, the person uh, needs to pay you back that money, and you have mercy on him, maybe because you know this kind of person cannot even uh, at his at particular stage now he cannot even afford hundred thousand naira. Now you have mercy. You decided to have mercy. Look at him with the eyes of love and pity, and say, "Don't worry about the money." That's mercy. Now bestowing blessing upon that person. Let me give you fifteen million. That's grace. Let me give you $15 million now. That's grace. That's grace that you are giving unto the person. So, who will not want this wonderful gift? And now, why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this for you to see how important mercy and grace is. How important mercy and grace is. Now, if mercy and grace can be this important, now, the Bible says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Where is the throne of grace? Where is the throne of grace? If I tell you now that if you come to my farm, you... You're going to see uh, uh, a lot of things that is free, anything at all that you can take. And I have plenty of things in my farm. And trust me, I have fruits, all the fruits that you like. I have all fruits. There's watermelon, there's, there's mango, there's cashew, uh, every kind of fruit that you can imagine. And every kind of vegetable that you can imagine. All of them are there. And I said, okay, just come and everything is free. Now... You'll be very happy that everything is free and you'll be very happy to come to the farm and enjoy yourself. But the first, the next thing you, the next question a reasonable person will be asking me is, where is your farm? <laughs> now that's fantastic. And that's, that's what we especially now should be asking as people of God that really believe the word of God. Where is the throne of grace for goodness sake? Where is the throne of grace? When... To enter into the throne of grace, either you come into your room or must you go to church for you to be able to enter into the throne of grace. We know how we should come. The Bible already said we should come boldly. And my previous podcast, one of the podcasts that I do, I think that should be a month ago, I talked about how we should come boldly and what it means to come boldly into the throne of grace. But now we're discussing where is the throne of grace? Where is the throne of grace? Very important. Now, first of all, I'd like us to know that um, the first, the word throne already ring about the word throne now that, that that tells you that um there is a kingdom there's a kingdom because a throne is the seat of a king uh, a, a place where the jurisdiction of the king where the king reigns. that is the emblem that shows that yes the king is here and now with we're talking about the throne of grace new living translation said the throne of our gracious god that means where god himself sits we all have the idea that uh, throne means where God, where, where the king himself sits. So now the throne of grace, where grace himself reigns, where grace reigns, where grace sits, where grace reigns, there is no condemnation. So we already have an idea that where this throne, where this throne of grace is, grace is the one reigning there, of course. The word throne already make us to uh, think of reigning. And make us to think of kingdom. So there must be a kingdom. There must be a reigning. And what's reigning, we already know, is grace. Now, where is grace located? Where is grace located? If I said the throne of Samuel, you already know Samuel is the one reigning. So where is Samuel located? Where is that throne? Where is that throne? That's the main question. Now, Bible says in John chapter 1, if you read from verse 17, it's a grace and truth came through our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, and of him have all we received and grace for grace. In other words, if you see grace anywhere that someone received, it is from Jesus. It is from Jesus. So grace can only be found in Christ Jesus. 
So where is the throne of grace? The throne of grace is in Christ Jesus. So as a believer, as a believer, you've already entered into the throne of grace. If you are in Christ Jesus, you've already entered into the throne of grace. As a believer, you've already come into the throne of grace as a believer. As a believer. So now as an unbeliever, you are to come into. So the verse is addressing those who haven't come into Christ yet to come into the throne of grace so that they can obtain mercy for their sin and not just obtain mercy and find grace to go and sin no more. Many people just come for the mercy and they, 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 they go and you've received forgiveness but there is grace also available. Don't just receive the mercy and go without grace. No, that's not correct. Now come receive, obtain mercy for your, for your sins, obtain mercy for your life. Now go and receive grace and go and sin no more receive grace to go and sin no more now if unbelievers are the ones to come to the throne of grace and as i already established all believers are inside the kingdom of god already where grace reign grace reign in the kingdom grace reign in christ jesus the bible said he is full of grace and truth all of us have received of him grace for grace that means grace can only be found in Christ Jesus. Now, if, if we are already in Christ Jesus, that means we don't need mercy and grace anymore. No. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you are already there, so you are not coming into the throne of grace. You are only facing the throne of grace. You face the throne of grace as a believer to receive mercy. How do you face the throne of grace? Very simple. Let me just tell us that and we'll be done for this week. And I trust God that you remain mightily blessed. How do we as believers face the throne of grace to obtain? We're already there. We're already in the kingdom. We're already in Christ Jesus where grace reigns. We're already before the throne as believers. So what do we do? How do we receive mercy? Day to day, you will agree with me that a believer needs mercy. A believer needs the grace of God. It's a grace in the time of need. So there are times of need. There are times of need. There are times of need. There are times that you need God's mercy. There are times that you need God's grace. So whenever you want to receive grace as a believer, you don't come anymore into the throne. You're already there. What you do is that you face the throne. How do you face the throne? You take your mind to the understanding, your mind to, re to the remembrance, your mind to the consciousness that there is mercy available. In Christ Jesus where you are and that there is grace available in Christ Jesus where you are and as you do that begin to confess it I obtain mercy in the name of Jesus I receive grace in the name of Jesus maybe you've not studied as suppose as a student as a student and you're about writing an exam and you've not studied well you need God's mercy you need God's mercy not to fail you need his grace for the few maybe you have just one hour to the exam you need the grace to to read and and understand everything you could at that moment, you need God's grace. We need in every. I can't give us. I can give us more examples, but because of time, let me just stop here. And I believe that you've been mightily blessed as a believer. Receive mercy, receive grace in the name of Jesus. As a non-believer, come to the throne of grace. Matthew Samuel Zion loves you. God bless you. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, Amen. Just